Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and there you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday, and you can click on that and play that up until 3 o'clock this afternoon Eastern, at which time he'll be live in that area. On the right side is where we're streaming now, and uh, all you got to do is click the play button, and um, blow it up on whatever device you got and then in the bottom right hand corner you're going to see a rumble icon and in that uh, you're going to um, you can click on that and you can join us in the chat on rumble in fact we're streaming on rumble 
which is uh, the channel is Sons of Liberty Radio Live there on Rumble. And then also we're on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. And then DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. And uh, you can join us in any of those uh, particular venues. But at the same time, if any of them go out, go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We're right there at the top of the page, okay, if, if you ever have any problem with that. Also, if you agree with our message and you would like to uh, you know, help support us, in what we're doing, both on the internet and the radio and out among the people, then there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com, and you can take and you can click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. That link is also at the top of the page. This week, we're also highlighting our store, or in our store, our necessity t-shirts. There's two colors. You can get it in blue, or you can get it in black, and these have the famous quote from William Pitt the Younger, Necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants. It is the creed of slaves. These are normally a donation of $20 each. And, of course, if you get a double X or triple X large, there's a couple extra dollars on there. But you can get 15% off through Saturday night at midnight when you use the promo code necessity. So it's very simple. Necessity gets you 15% off, and that's through Saturday at midnight. Now, we've had on the show with us before uh, Franklin Sanders. Um, I think he was referred to as the most dangerous man in the Southeast or something along those lines uh, when we first had him on. We've had him a couple of times, and I asked if he would come back on the show because, you know, we're, we're dealing with economy. Um, we're dealing with, um, you know, this, these, these crypto markets and all this other stuff, and then we have the feds trying to push theirs. And I asked him if he'd come back on, and let's have a little insight from his point of view as to what's going on and how people should be uh, preparing and thinking uh, in the days that we're living in right now concerning our money and our finances and things that, that we're dealing with. So it's so my privilege to welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, Franklin Sanders. Good morning, man. Good morning. Good to see you. Yes, nice to see you too. And we we had a, we worked through a little bit of of technical difficulties and some things that we're doing here. But it's great to see you and have you back on the show. Now, here's a question. Let me let me start the ball rolling here because I know one of the things you want to get into is the Feds and crypto coin and stuff like that of what they're doing. What are you seeing in the economy? Because we, right before the show, you said the Fed's in a situation where they're either going to tank the economy or they're going to destroy the dollar. And I guess my question is. Don't they end up going hand in hand? How can you do one without the other? Well, yes, but what I'm really talking about is in the short term, um, they have two choices. They can wreck the economy or they can wreck the dollar, one of the two. If they screw up interest rates and and, uh, sell off their balance sheet to slow down the dollar's inflation, then they wreck the economy. If they don't do that, they wreck the dollar. So the Fed is trapped. And I think what you've seen them do is wage um, war with their jawbones. That is, they keep threatening to raise rates. If you look and see how many times uh, you hear about speeches that Federal Reserve governors or presidents have made um, in the in the last few weeks, always talking about raising interest rates higher. Well, they do that to keep the market in the in a state of two turmoil and uh, to keep the markets afraid. And they've got the markets very afraid and they've driven the dollar up considerably, although uh, they have not driven up interest rates as much as you, you might've thought, but when they drive up the dollar like that, what happens is that uh, gold and silver go down. I mean, it, they're 
they're sort of opposing currencies. They're competing currencies. Um, but they'll come back because the Fed can't do anything but what it's been doing. I mean, the, the way the system is set up, the Fed has to inflate. And the, they, the, it was set up to monetize federal government debt so that the federal government could run endless de- deficits. And that's exactly what they've done. I mean, they've, they've taken the balance sheet of the Fed, which is well, when the Fed wants to create money, they buy assets. That's assets is securities, U.S. securities generally. So um, they have taken that balance sheet from under a trillion dollars in September of 2008 to over eight trillion dollars today. And in the last 20 months, they've they've more than doubled the balance sheet. So they've pushed out enormous amounts of new money. And instead of being, just going into the stock market as it was doing in the in the teens, they the federal government, you remember, just dropped some helicopter money, uh, several trillion dollars of helicopter money on the whole cop, um, the whole population during COVID. And so that's affecting all sorts of, of uh, prices. But also, you have to understand the inflation is not only monetary. The cause of the inflation is federal government action. You know, when Biden is very much concerned to fill, to fulfill this globalist climate change agenda. And so the, from the very beginning, he has done things that will hamper the oil and gas industry and raise prices. So if you look and you see $4.30 a gallon or $4.50 a gallon at your gas station, that's Biden's fault, canceling the Keystone Pipeline. Now he's talking about cutting, uh, shutting down the Permian Basin, which is in West Texas, where 40% of the oil comes from in the United States. Well, that's, that's crazy. It's nuts, but it fits in with the climate change agenda. That causes inflation. Plus, you have the you shut down the entire economy for COVID, and that not only put a lot of people out of business who don't come back into business, but it creates all sorts of ruptures in the supply chain. And that's what you're dealing with now. I mean, that's what a large part of what the inflation is. Yeah, Franklin, one of the things when you're talking about the supply chain, one of the things that I've heard dealing with a lot of the diesel fuel that's out there is there's certain additives that have to be in there. And some of the companies that there's only like two companies that make the particular additives and one of them is not making any and they they were like, I don't know, 30 percent of whatever of the of the supply of the additive. And the other one was like Chevron or something. They make 70 percent, but they're 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 not working producing that stuff. And then we have on top of that, we have goofiness like, um, you know, communist dictator Gavin Newsom. Uh, new legislation that's come out that's going to put seventy thousand truckers off the roads in California, which, <laughs> yeah. which, which, you know, you're having all these ports. That's where a lot of the the goods are coming in. You're having those ports now. Those trucks can't get even to the goods. How are they going to get them out to anybody? Then you're going to have truckers who are going to be out of work or at least doing things in California. You have all that gun, and then uh, on top of that, when you were saying the money for for COVID. You know, all of that, I wanted people to understand, and I've, I've tried to make mention that that with Trump, you had he was the one who signed that spending bill. That spending bill carried over into the Biden administration. And so it was just compounded with with some of the actions of the of the illegitimate. I say the, their illegitimate Biden administration. 
when they're doing these things with climate change. So it's just like, boy, we're just rolling towards more and more judgment because I read it. I see it in Leviticus 26 and Deuteronomy 28. I'm sure you do, too. We're doing that because we're not going to do things God's way. When you're making mention of money, uh, can you take a quick moment and distinguish for people the constitutional money versus the money, which is debt money that the feds are rolling out, just so so people have a, a good view of what that is? Well, I don't mind doing that, but there will be a lot of your listeners who who just won't be able to believe what I'm what I say. Tell it. There is <laughs> there is a constitutional right to silver and gold money. Article one, section ten says no state shall make anything but gold or silver coin a tender in payment of debt. And yet somehow in this lunatic system that we've got, there is no gold and silver coin. There, all, there, all the money that we use is bank credit money. That is, it, it, it's representatives of debt. All the money in our system is borrowed into existence. How is a dollar bill born? Somebody goes down to a bank, borrows money, when they, when they borrow the money, the bank literally creates the money on its balance sheet. So all of the money we use is bank credit money, or, also, or you could call it debt money. It's not backed by anything. And since there's no money in the system, because only gold and silver money, then the debt is never paid off. So the debt keeps growing and growing and growing. And that system must inflate to stay alive. You understand that it can't they can't stop inflating all the fed is for is not to stop inflation the fed is about managing inflation expectations so they can keep the game going the reason for that is simple if you're creating dollars by borrowing them into existence then every dollar that's born comes into existence with an interest burden and it has to pay that burden. So by the by the end of the year, if the if the money money supply has not grown enough to at least pay the new interest due, then the system starts going bust. It starts imploding. That lunatic business is the system that we have. We have a set of rights at law and statute law and constitution and in precedent to gold and silver money, but we don't have any gold or silver money. It's, it's lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, speaking about the bust, and then we'll, we'll lay this foundation here. My understanding in 1933, there was a bankruptcy of the United States. They set up some things to deal with this sort of system, if you will. And then in 1999, I understood that they went through their third bankruptcy, which nobody knew about, and it affected the elections. That's my understanding of it. But the point is, is that they left the the they went for lawless money let's let's call it what it is unjust weights and measurements they 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 went for the lawless money from constitutional money which is gold and silver that and we used to have that we used to have gold and silver and then they moved to a receipt for gold and silver which was like silver certificates and stuff like that that looks like dollar bills and stuff and now we've got here's an IOU for for your gold and silver which is right. legal tender if you will so how is all of this, I'm sure most people can grasp what's there. How is that driving down the value of people's dollar while it's sitting in their wallet or in their bank account? And what are some solutions? Because they're trying to move this thing into a digital currency, too, now. So how? what are some, we want to talk about a little bit about what they're doing and then bring some solutions here for people so that they, they're not left hopeless as to what they're dealing with. Well, um, 
you just kind of asked me enough questions for me to explain <laughs> the history of the world from the first day okay. forward. But let me let me uh, let's let's talk about the digital currencies first. Uh, central bank digital currencies. For about three years, I've been reading about those, and the fact is that um, they want those. They want those for for control. It's a very strange thing. And when I first started reading it, I really couldn't understand it because they're cutting out the banks. They're they're cutting out the banks altogether. Okay. Oops, we lost Franklin there. Okay, folks, hang on. Sometimes this happens. I don't know why. I think Franklin has a little bit of a, an Internet problem there with, with what goes on. So uh, occasionally there's a freezing or whatever. But <clears throat> one of the things that we've seen is we've seen, obviously, and I'll let Franklin, when he gets back on, well, I'll let him uh, address this. But one of the things we've seen is the targeting of the crypto market uh, that's currently out there. And, of course, crypto, if it stays decentralized, I don't see a problem with it if it would stay decentralized. The problem is, is when it becomes centralized. And this is what I'm hoping Franklin's going to get into when uh, he comes back. And uh, so we may have this once or twice during this. I hope not too many times. Lord willing, you guys, you know, well, we'll, we'll see what happens. But in any case, they're targeting the crypto markets. Um, you know, I had a guy one time. I just did some work for him. He was a friend. And he says, you want to try this? And I, I said, yeah, I'll look at it and see what it is. It was only a couple of hundred dollars worth of work. And it, was, it wasn't it was that much time that I spent on it. And I said, well, I'll kind of look at it and see what it was. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it was interesting to watch it. It kind of stayed right at what the level was with the different crypto coins I had. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think, what's his name? Elon Musk dumped a bunch of money into... Bitcoin, Dogecoin, all this kind of stuff. And it jacked up the, the 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 price of the crypto so that my crypto coins were um you know worth like double what they were. And I thought, well that's that's a good that's a good thing. Um so I just held on to them. And then you give it enough time and there's attacks that have come on cryptocurrency. And I have no reason to believe anything other than it's government, it's the Fed, it's central banks who have who've planned these attacks like they do with mass shootings and other things. So with that said, that crypto went down to a third of what it was originally. So it dropped a bunch. Now, you'd say, Tim, you lost money on that. No, you don't lose money. Like in the stock market, you don't lose any money till you sell it. And if you sell it under what it what it was worth, so that's something to keep in mind. And I, you know, yeah, I, things are tight for our family, but I haven't sold that that crypto um, just to see what happens in the future with it. But this push for the the cryptocurrency, we we saw with um, the World Bank, the the guy there that looked like the Mister Stay Puff Man, um, talking about trying to roll that out. And Franklin's exactly right. This is about control, because if you're just walking around, let me just pull this out. If you're just walking around and you've got, um, say, you know, a $10 bill, a $10 debt note, that's what that is. It's not money, it's a debt note. Uh, you, you've got a $10 bill, um, you know, you can go spend that, you can give that to your friend, you can give that to the bank, you can give it to the store, and you can purchase whatever you need or, or use that debt. I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird thing. If people understood this as debt money, 
why would they take debt for the goods that they have? That's sort of a question that I think we need to, to examine is why would they take debt for their goods? So we've got Franklin back on. He's going to spin his camera around here and stuff because I think he's sitting, you're sitting there a little sideways there, Franklin. <laughs> okay, um, just a second. That's okay. Um, mm. But I was kind of carrying on from some of the issues of the crypto, and I was making, making the point of with, you know, with, our, with our money that we have, or what we call money, debt money, it's amazing to me if people actually understood what that was, why would they take good tangible items and give them to you for debt? That, but but I don't want to interrupt. Yeah, I want I don't want to interrupt you because you had a thought there that you were talking about about with the crypto coin. So I'm going to turn it back over to you. Okay, let let's come back to that because the money that we have is a is a confidence game, and and we need to call it that. But what they're doing with the central bank digital currencies, and it's very difficult for me to understand at first. They're cutting out the banks. They're changing the entire system. You would have, according to the things that I've read, you would have a an account directly with the central bank and what you understand is that in in controlling that account they can control everything about your behavior your economic and financial behavior they will control your wealth now let me let me give you it, it'll be attached to a system a social credit system where you get more points if you buy the right things and do what they say but what i want to give you the the thing I want to you to understand is this great warning was sent out this year when Justin Trudeau seized the digital assets of all those his political opponents yep. in Canada and then with US sanctions when the US government effectively seized 300 billion of Russian assets, central bank assets, what they did was they, they sent out a message that says digital assets are no longer reliable. They're no longer safe. And they said, sent out another warning that said the U.S. dollar is no longer safe. So what that means is that U.S. dollar reserve currency is at stake here. And the reserve, let me remind you what the reserve currency means. It means that the U.S. dollar is the currency everybody, all the other central banks in the world uses digital currency. And most of the commerce, international commerce is carried on in dollar terms. So they use dollars to settle them. So what that means is that the United States can export its inflation. Follow what I'm saying? In other words, we send the dollars overseas and they have to take them whether they like it yep, or not. Yep. That dollar reserve currency status is the most powerful weapon and tool of U.S. imperial dominance in the world, period. So you, you, have, you have to put that together with central bank digital currencies and the things that we know about central bank digital currencies. And, and you can go on the Internet and find Augustin Carstens, who's a, Mexican, but he, he's uh, the head of the um, oh, IMF, BIS, something like that. And he says in an interview, the purpose of these central banks is these central bank digital currencies is control. They will give us perfect control. We will not only know who has the thousand dollars, but where he's spending it. And if they don't like you, they can cut you off. 
if you if they decide that you're one of the deplorables, they can just very very simply cut you off. So all of our freedom is at stake with these central bank digital currencies. And it's not an exaggeration. I, I'm just telling you what, what's in their own literature. That's where they're aiming with this. Now, maybe they would leave the banks there as intermediaries, but you can understand this as a central bank seizure of power over the economy because it would also give the Federal Reserve power over all capital act allocation eventually. You put all that together and the central bank digital currency is the worst thing going. What, um, what we need, because digital currencies are so dangerous to us, what we need are analog assets. And analog assets means assets that are substantial. They have some st- substance like gold and silver. It means assets that have no counterparty risk. What is counterparty risk? Well, if someone issues a bond, you have, if he's the counterparty on the other side of that bond, and if you buy that bond, you have the risk that he won't make good on the bond. The same thing goes with stocks. There's counterparty risk. Maybe the company doesn't make any money. The only financial assets that have no counterparty risk are silver and gold. They're, that's it. Because they're valuable, not because there's some counterparty on the other side who's going to make them valuable. They're, counter, they're valuable because people want them. And they always have for 5,000 years of recorded history. Yeah. Yeah. So so now they're trying to get us into the mindset of going digital. Um, and, you know, look, I even our even if you use a debit card where you've got money in the bank, it's going to be pulled from. You still are going through a digital process. All you've got is a piece of plastic that isn't worth anything. Right. And you go to use it for whatever you put your time and effort into that. You know, you get those little legal tender notes. Uh, to 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 be transferred over to somebody else, and I think people can understand the tracking, the tracing, the control that they can have, especially if they put in a, a social credit system, kind of like what China did. Uh, but is that why? Do you think that's why with the 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 reserve currency of the dollar? Do you think that's why uh, Russia and China? I think there were several other countries that were involved were trying to create the BRICS bank. They were they were trying to get out from under that because they saw the detriment it would be to their countries? Well, that's not past tense. That's present. Yeah. That's going on now. And this has been going on. You have to understand that that uh, the slow death of the dollar as the world's, recurrent, world current, world's reserve currency has been going on a long time. You know, since 2015, central banks who used to, to just buy U.S. securities, that was the way they recycled the the um, dollars out of their own economy. They, they buy U.S. securities and hold those in their reserves. That's their dollar reserves uh, for their own currency. In the, since 2015, central banks have bought three times as much gold as they have U.S. treasuries. Now, what that means is that they, they understand they've got to find some neutral, non-political reserve. And that neutral non-political reserve is not the U.S. dollar, and it, it's gold. It's just that simple. Yeah, yeah, and we go back to, you know, we go back to Scripture. I'm thinking of some passages here I've pulled up 
Proverbs 20, verse 10, uh, diverse weights and diverse measures, both of them are alike abomination to the Lord. Uh, Proverbs 20, 23, diverse weights are an abomination to the Lord, and a false balance is not good. He warned the people in Deuteronomy 25 not to carry things like that around in their bags. They were to be fair with the people. And what we're seeing is this, this unfairness. I mean, you're talking about the Federal Reserve. Many people in America think, well, they're there to, to keep inflation down, and they're there to uh, you know make sure everything goes smooth, and so we don't go in a hole. But they don't understand those are the guys actually uh, assisting in that by creating this debt out of thin air, just like they create the money out of thin air. And Congress, who's been charged to uphold just weights and measures by gold and silver, according to the Constitution, have said, we don't care about that. We don't need that. Well, who are you people to tell us what to do? You just hired us, and uh, you know we'll tell you we're your servants, but we're going to be your tyrants. We're going to be your masters and tell you what you're going to do. And I think that I think people are getting fed up with that kind of uh, stuff that's come out of D.C. So when when they're trying to push this digital currency now to control, what are the people to do? Are they? You're mentioning gold and silver. Uh, we've we've had some other people on to talk about assets of water and food at this time i mean i'm assuming you know you can't eat your gold and silver you can't eat your bullets and and your guns even though you need those things what are some what are some solutions that people should be looking for in the midst of all of this stuff franklin and how how can they begin implementing their own economy say in their own community with some of these things okay well let let me just add something to what you just said the the horror of our monetary system is greater than what you explained. And, it, and that is for this reason. What has happened is, l- listen, if you, let's say you issued Tim Brown reserve notes, all right? You issued them in 10s, 20s, 30s, 100s, $1,000 bills. And you went out and you started spending those. They're going to arrest you for counterfeiting. You yep. can't do that, right? Yep. You, can't, you can't take Tim Brown credit and make other people pay that. But the Fed can, can't they? But the Fed, they have delegated, the Congress has delegated to a private corporation the power to create money out of thin air and force you and me to take it. That's the the horror of this. There's a terrible usurpation that has taken place. And if you give anybody the right to, to... create money out of thin air, you've turned the country over. You've turned the country over to them because think about it. They will buy every politician in the country and they've done that. The banks control the country. The banking system controls the country and the central bank is just part of the banking system. So that's the real horror here is that our freedom has been taken away. Our right to sound money has been stolen from us and the government is complicit in it. Because the government, through the Federal Reserve Act, gave them the power to do that, has turned that power over to the banks. So what are the alternatives? Well, uh, it's interesting that you ask that because I've just been writing a special report for uh, Catherine Fitz of Solari.com about the remonetization of gold and silver. There are a lot of people who are working to remonetize gold and silver, to get them back into circulation. And... um, when, when you talk about things you can do, one of the things you can do is use gold and silver as money. In other words, in your, in your, there's, it's perfectly legal 
for you to make a contract with someone and you to say, listen, I'm not going to accept those Federal Reserve notes. I only want to be paid in gold and silver. And so this is the this is how we'll do that. And I understand it's difficult to do that because people don't know what it's worth. One of the barriers to circulation that uh, of gold and silver that the banks have erected is our ignorance. We, we haven't used gold and silver for decades. And so we don't know what the value is. We don't know how to use this. It's inconvenient compared to using that credit card or that debit card. And so um, we, we have to make an effort to do that. We, it, Catherine Fitz and I put up a website years ago called Silver and Gold or Money. You can go to that. You can punch in the number of dollars you want to pay, and it'll tell you how to pay it in gold and silver or in a combination of the two. So that's one of the tools you can use. But I I tell people you need to focus on your local economy, local economy. And that starts with agriculture. You You need to know who your local farmer is. You need to buy your food from him, not from 2,000 miles away in California or 1,000 miles away in Florida. You need to buy your food from your local farmer. And if you do that, what, what's happened is the econ- local economies in the United States have been hollowed out and sucked dry. And it's been part of government policy um, to do that. So what, you have, what we have to do is we have to start rebuilding these local economies, and we rebuild them by doing business with our neighbors. And that starts with the things that come out of the ground, which means that starts with agriculture. So go to your local farmer's market, look, look around, see, see who's there, learn who those people are, do business to get with them, work to, for the good of your neighbor. I, I mean, doing business with him helps not only you, it helps him, but it also guarantees that you've got somebody there working to, to produce food when the rest of the country breaks down. And speaking of producing food, you know, the, these, this inflation crisis, the high price of fuel, uh, the sanctions that the United States has very stupidly put on Russia has interrupted the supply of fertilizers, the supply of phosphates, the supply of diesel fuel. And all of these things have made uh, the agricultural inputs way, way higher than they were before. So high that a lot of farmers are just not going to plant this year. They just can't, they can't do it because it's, a losing proposition. They're going to lose money doing it. So I think probably by what I've heard and read that by December, the food shortages will, will begin. Oh, we got a little hang up there. Okay. I don't know. Franklin may be about to just go off the, the air. And that, showing up. So what that means for, okay. for your listeners is they, Okay. Sorry about that. You you were talking about by December the the food shortages and then you just kind of froze up. Sorry about that. Go ahead and can can you well, well, So by December I expect to see food shortages emerging. What what that means is that you have to buy food now. You have to stock up now for then. Um you you need to buy you know, every time you go to the grocery store, you need to buy extra canned goods and stuff like that. And you need to think about buying some storage food. You can go on the Internet. There, there are plenty of places like my. Yeah, we we <laughs> will have some links there. MyPatriotSupply.com is one of them who that does that as well. So so they have those things. 
Um, and some of the stuff what we've talked about before uh, is concerning. We'll see if Franklin hangs with us or if that connection falls off. I'm Patriot Supply. I don't know. There are a dozen different companies that support. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's happening. We're, we're, okay. kind of, we're we getting together? a freeze. Yeah, we're I back together. No That's okay. It's, it's not your fault, and, and we'll work through it. But, yeah, you're exactly right. I was making mention of my Patriot Supply. Uh, there's also, you know, Franklin, one of the things that we did with our friend David Pruitt from the MiracleSav.com was we, we gave people ideas of growing their own food. Because many of us, you know, I, I, my dad, you know, used to take me when I was a kid and stuff, but I did, it didn't really stick with me. And then here, you know, I've always had a black thumb. Whatever I plant, there's not much that comes up. My wife is a whole different thing. She can grow all kinds of stuff. Uh, but we, we've started to do that. My son planted a little garden out in an old sandbox that the kids used to play in. Nobody's using it anymore. He, he's got uh, zucchinis and all kinds of other stuff growing out there. And I think that's one of the, the lost things that Americans have ha- have failed to remember is they can grow their own food. In fact, David was pointing out one guy had, had used somebody's front yard. He asked if he could use their quarter of an acre front yard. He grew enough food. He was making $2,000 a week. Harvesting that and taking it to the local food store, you know, it was organic and things. And I, I there's there's people who who are looking for ways. How can we make things work? How can we do this? I think that's a that's a good idea is supporting local farmers and then also beginning to plant your own food instead of using that lawn to make everybody else think your house looks nice. Why don't you use that same thing? You don't even have to cut the grass. You can go out there and plant some food the way you know the Lord taught us to do uh, in the Old Testament. And we can feed ourselves, and it builds community. This was something you and I talked about in our last show together, building that community, building the, the true church, being disciples to the people, and, and, and showing our love for them by caring for them. Those that don't have, we have extra. We can, we can share that with them. Well, that, that's exactly right. But, you know, people don't realize how easy it is to garden. I know it takes a lot of attention and care. But the best garden my late wife and I ever had was one we grew in Midtown Memphis in our flower beds. You you cannot imagine how how productive the earth is, and so and and it's not too late. You know we're here at January. I mean we're here at July, and your listeners may be thinking, "Oh my gosh, it's too late to grow a garden." No, it's not. August is the time exactly the time you want to ta- start your fall garden, and so you can have things like. Carrots, um, onions, greens, all kinds of greens. Uh, there are all sorts of things that you can grow now um, that, and kale that will carry over, depending on where you live, that will carry over into even into November and December. So that's one of the things you need to do. Another thing you need to do, if you like to eat meat, if you want protein, you need to find out who you're local farmers are who produce meat yeah. you need to make them their customers and their friends yep i i totally agree and and you're helping your neighbor in the process and you're getting something good instead of supporting whatever corporations out there now the obvious question that some people are going to have is well doesn't that cost more and usually it does because it's you're not in a a big corporation that's just you know pulling this stuff together but the the but the quality of meat and things are are so superior to whatever you're getting in in the grocery store well we 
my family uh, have a farm and we were doing that kind of agriculture for about 20 years. Uh, we, we, we still have the farm. We still raise animals, but we're not selling it to the public anymore. But uh, you, you have to imagine how much more work goes into that kind of farming and how much more expensive it is. For instance, if you want pork, you don't want pork that's been fed soybeans. You, you nothing but soybeans. You want you don't want uh, chickens that have been fed nothing but soybeans. You don't want pork or chicken or lamb or or uh, beef that has been that has had chemicals used on it or or been fed hormones. So to 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 farm that way, take the product is going to be more expensive. Um, but the the truth is. Um, the product is so much better, you can hardly believe it. You know, we used to have people would complain, you want $10 for a chicken? Well, I can get that same chicken down at Walmart for $3. Well, let me tell you, it ain't the same chicken. You eat it one time, and you will know that is not That's the same true. chicken. Same thing it, with the beef. Just, yeah, and the, you, know what you're, you know what's going on? Your mouth is tasting all of those nutrients that are missing in that factory farm meat that's the difference and so uh and and you can tell it in the in the vegetables too it's the same exact way with the with the vegetables but you have to get to know those people you have to realize that they they have a right to make a living too and and yet you have to understand something else the food in the grocery store may be cheap food that comes from industrial farming but it's also not nutritious part of the reason that it's cheap is because there's their government subsidies paid to some of those farmers. Take, for instance, milk. I like raw milk. I know people, there are people who are scared to death of raw milk. They'll say, okay, it'll give you TB. No, it won't. It, it won't. It's, it's healthy, and people have been drinking, drinking it, using it for, for thousands of years. But if you're going to get raw milk, you're going to pay. I don't know. I, I wouldn't buy milk out of a grocery store, so I don't know what it is, $3, $4 a gallon. But if you're going to buy raw milk, you're going to pay $7, $8, $9 a gallon. And it's worth it. The product is worth it. Well, you know, the federal government doesn't subsidize the local farmer who has six or eight cows and milks them, but it does subsidize these giant farms where they milk cows around the clock and they have hundreds of cows and they 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 sleep literally in their own manure pack. They they sleep in manure. You want to know why those people have problems with with uh, food poisoning and food recalls? It's because of the way they they raise their their meat. They they raise their their uh, uh, milk. That you you. Well, I think there's a thing there. There's a complete difference. So yeah. when you're paying more, when you have to earn. go ahead. Yeah, I think there's a thing there that, that we could reference back to Scripture where, you know, we're to care for our animals. And these people are not doing it. We've seen all kinds of people. And some of them are crazy. I get it. They worship the creation more than the creator. I get it. But some of them go in and they show what they do with the chickens. I mean, some of the chickens are pumped with so many hormones. They get so big, they can't, their legs can't even hold their weight. And they're just... There's literally thousands of them in one place. And this is the kind of chicken that we're getting at Walmart. This is the kind of, you know, beef that we get. I mean, even you can tell it 
in the cuts of meat we we would we don't even bother buying meat at Walmart anymore because you can see it it's like there's no texture it's this it's almost i don't want to say scaly but it's it's slick the the texture is slick it's just it's a nasty kind of meat. You go to the, the, the guy who's the farmer and you can get a half a cow and you're going to pay through the nose for it. There's no question about that. But you, you even have to cook it different than you have to cook. Even the good cuts of meat that you might get in a grocery store that, that might be actually some decent meat, um, you have to cook it different. But these are some of the solutions that, are, that I want to talk about. Now, when we talk about um, getting around, what do you see happening as far as it looks to me like their their idea is to within the next few years if not sooner to implement this this digital currency how do you see people making that transition um is there a way they can still be involved in that and still utilize it or is are they going to just be pushed out say if they're a constitutionalist and they say well wait a minute our, our money's supposed to be gold and silver if i have a p particular political view we're always seeing them doing this on social media platforms to censor people how do you see people transitioning over into that or are people just going to have to start saying well wait a minute i can't go down that road because you guys are going to just cut me off why do i want to invest my time in that and try to stay in that system or to try to build a whole nother local economy where they're at let me ask you a question. Do you remember Muhammad Ali? Yes. You remember before a fight what he used to do? He used to make fun of his opponent and tell his opponent he was going to beat him up and yep. all that sort of stuff. Well, look, if you played football or basketball or any, any kind of sport, you know that's what you always do to, the, to your opponent. You intimidate them. You'd intimidate them and psych them out. You want them to, to assume from the beginning that they're going to lose. And this is what your, your listeners have to understand. A central bank digital currency is not a given. Absolutely. There's, there, it, believe me, it's going to be extremely difficult for them to put that in. You've got a bunch of the banks that are opposing it, um, it the, because it, it is a threat to the existence of banks, period. So can they do it? They've got to, it's got to be internationally coordinated. Can they do all those things? Well, Maybe they can get them done, but I don't think they can get them done fast, and I'm not sure they can get them done at all. So the, the first thing you have to understand is you, we haven't lost yet. You haven't lost. Yeah, amen. The second, the second thing is division is not bad. You know, if you look at the Scripture, God draws a line between his people and the world. And, and if, if his people get too comfortable with the world, he'll stir up their enemies so that they aren't comfortable anymore. That's right. Yep. Now, that, that's a hard, that sounds like a hard way to put it, but read through the Scripture, and you'll see that. God does that for our benefit. So I, I think the division is coming. You see that division already in the United States, and it, I think it really started very strongly with COVID, where a lot of people, um, a lot of people went along you, you know it's like the society is divided into thirds a third of americans will do whatever they're told they suck in anything the government tells them and believes it they're perfectly gullible there's another third that is sort of on the fence they'll do maybe whoever's got the most influence around them and talking the loudest at the time is who they'll follow and then there are a third of the people who said 
no, I'm not going along. I'm not going to take the vaccine. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to commit suicide for you. So the good thing is we've seen that happen in American society. We're seeing it now. And I, you know, I mean, I can envision a society where there are people who have the central bank digital currencies and there are people who don't and just live completely outside of that system. And that's one reason I'm, I'm encouraging the remonetization and recirculation of gold and silver so that people have some other way to do business. They've got to have a way to transact business. And that's what they've used since, you know, memory runneth not to the contrary for all of history. So um, I, I really, I think good things are coming. And even let, let me go, let me go farther. Let me go farther. Suppose that they say you must have a central bank digital currency account. You must use it. You can use nothing else for money. Are you really going to submit to that? Or is there going to be a vast black market out there where people are doing business and living together in freedom, transacting in gold and silver or whatever they want and living free? I mean, I, I don't I don't think that any dictator can control even as much as 10% of the people. I just don't think that's possible. They're, they don't, they, you can't put one policeman to follow every other person. That's in, right. In the, in, the, in the society. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah, no, I, I like, I like the optimism here and, and that's what I'm asking. What can people do now? You mentioned Catherine Austin Fitz. Uh, we were going to try to have her on the show and the lady set me up with the salary report and she said, well, let us know. So I let her know and then we didn't get anything back. So, you know, however that falls through. But one of the great things that she was doing was she was having a cash Friday or something like that. Right. And, and so she was saying, if you use cash, then instead of using the digital funds and everything, which then get translated into more money printing. And a lot of people don't understand how that works, but. But that's does is how it works. They have to print money to make up for that. Those digital funds. She's saying you do this, you keep them from printing money because you're using what they already printed. So that was that was a you know a little a little thing to get people kind of I think into the fact that we're not going to be printing more money. Therefore, there's not going to be more debt tied to that. We're using the same stuff that's been printed. And uh, again, a lot of us have been used to, you know, we take our card, our debit card, my money's in the bank, I assume it's just coming out of there, and if my card gets gone, it isn't like I lost $50 or something that I can't replace. I can just call, hey, this is out here, and uh, we shut that down. But she had a great solution there, you know, one, to, to start people on getting to use the cash. And I, I know people used to take their money and put it under a mattress, put it in a jar, whatever. But are there some other things that you can you can point out to people besides that? Because that's what we wanted to be. We want to have a positive outlook, even in the midst of where God may be stirring things up. We want to have a positive outlook to to, to bring to the table too. Right. Well, I think Catherine's act there is aimed at the uh, central bank push for a cashless society and for digital uh, central bank digital currencies. And I think that's a great idea. Just don't use anything digital one day of the week. Just use the use the currency one day of the week, and make sure you kind of force other uh, businesses into doing that. Um, you you have to get into a different. You really have to get into a different mindset, Tim. You have to you have to realize. Listen, I, I'm free, and I can do the things I want to do. 
we constrain ourselves. We we forge our own monetary chain, so to speak, because we use, you know, we use it's convenient to use the debit card. It's convenient to use the credit card. It's convenient to use the bank. Yeah, that's all true. But how much are you paying for that convenience? Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's ex- that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, here, here's the thing, Franklin. We're coming up against the end of the show. We've got about two and a half minutes, and I want to give you a chance to uh, promote uh, the, your, your website and also your son's websites if, if people are interested in getting gold and silver. So would you give a, a final word of exhortation? We'll give you about two minutes here. Final word of exhortation to the people, and then tell them where they can find out more about you and about uh, Volunteer Precious Metals. Okay. Well, let me just give you a little recommendation. If you don't have any gold and silver, you've never bought any, right now the conditions in the gold and silver market are very unusual and unsettled because there's been a buying panic going on since Biden was inaugurated. And when we get those, it's not the first one we've seen. I've seen them in 2008 and 2020 when the stock market crashed. When that happens, everybody's trying to get through the door into the gold and silver market and the door is just too narrow for them to let them all through. And so what happens is prices go up, premiums go up on, on everything. And deliveries are stretched out are very high, not so much on gold, but the things that we can get are restricted. So what I would do is if I didn't have any silver or gold, the first thing I'd do, is I'd buy some small silver because the silver is the money of daily commerce. It always has been throughout mankind's history. So I'd buy some small silver, the 90% silver coin, the diamonds, quarters, and halves minted before 1965 by the U.S. are very expensive right now. But if I can get, you know, 250 of those, like $25 face value or $50 face value, I'd do that. And then I'd get the one-ounce silver rounds. That's just a pure silver coin that weighs one ounce privately minted uh, i would uh, uh that that's the first thing i do i'd get some gold but i'd try i'd get small gold coins first and um i'd, I'd learn what they're worth uh, you know you're going to have to put some effort into this to know what you got so that's that's what i would tell people i tell people especially if you if you're concerned about your family and you ought to be you better start stockpiling food you better yep. figure out what you're going to do about yeah. that. Yeah. And most of all, you need to you need to be working on creating community where you live. You need yes. to know your neighbors. You need to make friends with your neighbors, even don't without scaring them. But you need to talk to your neighbors about these things that might be happening and and how we can work together. Yeah, Franklin, we're, we're we're out of time here. I want to I want to point people here to your website. And if you'll hang on, I'll say goodbye to you off air. This is the-moneychanger.com. The-moneychanger.com is where you can find Franklin. And then I showed you guys earlier volunteerpreciousmetals.com. I've heard good things about you guys, and uh, some of our people have bought it and actually saved money there over their competitors. We'll be back with you in the morning at six a.m. Lord willing. See you. <laughs> 